Is love wanted? Yes. But do people know what love really means these days? It depends on the person. I think everything that you shared is true to a certain demographic or a certain individual or, you know, it all boils down to who you choose to deal with, you know? You can surround yourself with individuals who are, you know, real about what they want in their life and real about, you know, what they share with the world and real about their experiences in their love life. And so, you know, meditating, prayer, you know, amazing sex, all of that comes with two people coming together under one agreement. So my response, short response to your question is yo 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 maddie pace coming at you live from the maddie mo show the host with the most mojo you already know though you know i just dropped by say i listened to that station man i listened to it today and it sounds good i really like that yeah i like the vibe i like the way you flowing i like the topic you you know you just i'm looking forward to hearing what else you got i can't wait so uh definitely keep that fire coming son because i'm looking forward to it all right maddie pace coming at you live saying keep it up one love hey man positive gaming here um it's it it's like it's hard to find love but it's worth waiting for you know and the reason why i say it's worth waiting for is because like you might it's like 2018 most girls and most men want just sex and like there's like, and most of the time, people are not in relationships. They either fucking around with different people and stuff like that. But it's worth waiting for, you know. And that's what I'm doing. I'm waiting for like the right one because you wanna, you wanna make sure you share your happiness with the right person, you know. And it's hard to find for some people, but it's worth waiting for. Always remember that. Hello, people. This is King Shit Conversation coming at you again. I want to thank everyone who's been supporting the uh, channel thus far. Been showing me a lot of love. I really appreciate that. I hope that what we talk about on here is informative, entertaining at times, and um, just all out wonderful experience for those that listen. So once again, I want to thank everyone who has been participating and showing love i really appreciate it uh want to talk about something tonight that's near and dear to me it's the uh elevation of the black man i say again elevation of the black man elevate black man elevate um it's no secret you know everything that's been going on in the news and around the world for hundreds and hundreds of years and even recently as uh soon as yesterday things that are happening to our youth and black men in general but um it's gonna be a little twist to it this evening because instead of harping on what someone else is doing to us i want to talk a little bit about what we do to ourselves and how we can elevate from certain mindsets that keep us i think stagnant in progressing and things like that 
um, there are always three solutions to every problem. You can either accept it, you can change it, or you can leave it. Now, if you can't accept it, you need to change it. And if you can't change it, you need to leave it. Now, our black men, I've noticed, are full of passion, uh, full of anger, full of resolve, and they're full of a want for progression, but most don't even know why. We don't take the time to educate others or educate ourselves on why we have these feelings that we have or these thoughts that we have and the things that are in our DNA, things that are flowing through us that cause us to want to be more than what we are. And sometimes we don't know how to channel that. And a lot of that is because we've gotten away from uh, each one teach one mentality. Now, a lot of people listening to me tonight will know about certain people that I'm going to talk about just a little bit. And for those that don't know, I hope you, you know, do your research, whether that's Googling or asking someone or reading up on it. But um, there are some black men in in particular that I want to talk about a little bit. And I'll tie in why I'm talking about these particular guys a little bit later. But um, there was a gentleman by the name of Nat Turner. Now, Nat Turner was 31 years young when he was killed. Now, Nat was a slave who led other slaves in a rebellion against their quote-unquote masters. There were things that he didn't feel were right. I mean, he uh, felt something internally about how he was being treated and how his people were being treated. And he just didn't want to stand for it anymore. Uh, He was very well versed in the Bible and a lot of things that he uh, took for truths in the Bible he started questioning uh, it somewhat when those things were being used to keep his people in captivity and um, another person I want to talk about is uh, Malcolm X now Malcolm X was 39 years young when he was killed He was an advocate for blacks, and most of us are familiar with his story, whether we've seen it in movies or whether we've just heard people talking about it. I'm sure we didn't hear about it in school, though. That was not taught to us in history class, but he was another man that felt like there were injustices and things weren't going right. So he decided to use his voice and use that passion that he had inside himself to speak about it and stand up and do something and not just be one of the people on the sidelines that just uh, accepted whatever was going on or anything like that. As I was saying, um, Malcolm X didn't just stand by and let things go on. I mean, he was another uh, black male that was intricate in getting things done and being about that action when it came to his people and the way things that uh, were injustices, he was trying to change that and make them justices. Uh, Martin Luther King, for example, was only 39 years young when he was killed. And he was well known for the civil rights movement and the peace movement. We know his story as well because uh, we hear all the time about uh, his march and his speech. And there are a lot of uh, roads and streets named after him to this day and I believe there's a statue somewhere bearing his likeness as well but he was another brother that 
was not um, only standing by and watching things uh, be done to people. Uh, he would be on the forefront trying to get things changed, trying to make things happen. Now, what a lot of you may not know as well is there was a guy by the name of Imhotep who was a pharaoh of ancient Egypt from 2200 BC, I believe it was. But uh, he's actually the first genius in African history. He was an astronomer, an architect, a physicist, a philosopher, and also a poet. And he also was intricate in a lot of the uh, structures in Egypt and things of that nature. And now the, the reason I've mentioned these guys uh, specifically is because these are guys that, for one, died very young and uh they did a lot for their people they did a lot for humanity i would uh like to say as well but they they were very educated they used their minds above anything else and that's what i want the youth to really think about uh nowadays we have to not only build up our bodies and uh, build up our quote-unquote shoe collections and our uh, fancy clothes and all our jewelry and cars, but we really need to pay attention to what we put inside our minds, what we allow inside our spirits, um, what we're going to do for our generations to progress them forward, something that we can leave behind that will live on forever because what these guys did, it will live on forever. It, it saddens me sometimes to know that we could recite a Drake song word for word, but don't even know what our constitutional rights are. Tomorrow isn't promised to us. So what are we going to do with the time that we have here today? We have um, guys that walk around with their pants hanging down to the back of their kneecaps and things like that. And you ask them to put on a suit to go somewhere to have a job interview or or, or go sign up for a class and they look at you like you're crazy. And that's not the, you know, just straight up dog out this generation or anything like that, but it's just to make you think. You know, the only way that we're going to beat the system is if we educate ourselves enough to where we can get inside and, and do some things that can change the system. We can't fix everything with our fist or with a torch or with a brick to throw through a window. Those days are over the the revolution as far as that went that that got a lot of us killed and it sparked some things in others but we have to fight this beast a whole nother way nowadays i mean we're quick to join a gang and help kill another man but we won't fight for equal rights we're quick to call a woman a bitch but we can't help a woman carry groceries across the street I mean, these things we really, really, really need to think about. If we're going to, you know, complain about the quote unquote man killing us, then how about we stop killing us first? Because there's strength in numbers. And that strength is not always just to overthrow someone, but we have to start building up our own communities, building up our own households. And doing things like that so that we could be better prepared to go out into the world and be uh, businessmen or businesswomen and uh, do the things that our sons can look up to us for. 
we need to not only have them looking up to athletes, but they need to start looking up to their fathers and their brothers and their uncles and their peers as well. We as black men have to care more about educating ourselves and educating those around us than we care about complaining about the problem. And I'm not saying there aren't issues out there because there are. There are a lot of issues out there, but we can't fix them by just complaining about them. And then when we complain about them, we have to make sure that we aren't the uh, sole cause of what we're complaining about. Because I see it all the time. And even I have had complaints about some things. And all I hear is people say, oh, my goodness, well, can't you leave slavery where it was? I mean, there aren't any slaves anymore. Get over it and things of that nature. And, and I understand that they're not going to totally see where we're coming from with that because they didn't have to endure those stuff, those things. They didn't have family members that endured it. Uh, they didn't have a, a lineage that came from that. But at the same time, uh, we can't get frustrated, so frustrated and so downtrodden and so depressed about it to where we start doing what they're telling us to do and forgetting about it. We, we just can't do that. I mean, I want my kids to understand where they come from and what happened in history. And even though they might not physically have to deal with it, they'll be dealing with it emotionally and mentally whenever they come across something. Or, or racist or something like that to say something to them. I want them to understand that, okay, just because your words say one thing, that doesn't make me what you want me to be. And I think it's very important that we stop doing more killing of ourselves than the quote-unquote ones that hate us. We're killing ourselves more than they're killing us. And that's sad. There has to be more care in what we do because I, I love my black people, I really do. And I think we we all should love each other the same way that we love ourselves. It's okay to look at your brother and be like, Man, I love you to look at another, you know, guy and wanna help him out. But we have this pride thing and everyone wants to be the hardest guy walking the streets and it's not it's not all about that. be hard you know with your with your brain use your brain power for once ask if you don't know ask somebody education is key knowledge is power and it's out there for everyone they don't you know keep us out of the libraries and things anymore they don't say oh well you can't read this book or you can't take this class it's all out there for us all we have to do is go grab it success is there we just have to go grab it and we can't just keep it in our own little bubble either because we have so many interracial families now and interracial kids now and we can't just say oh because your your mom or your dad is white you know you're not in this circle everyone should be educated that that boy that has a white mother and a black father is still a black boy or vice versa they're still black you still have to educate yourself you still have to know your history you still have to be very careful I want our youth to be more careful out there 
and not think it's funny to get arrested. It's not cool to get arrested. I've been there. It's not fun. This is King Shit Conversation. We can go on and on on this subject, but I think I'll let that marinate right now. And um, I hope you guys have a blessed evening. You'll hear from me again tomorrow. Once again, I would like to say thank you to everyone who has uh, thus far supported King Shit Conversation and showed your love to me. I really appreciate it. Have a great evening, people. Was born like this, is born like this, see Maggie conception, not transformed like this, performed like this, which y'all she one new weapon. I don't contemplate, I meditate, they're off your fucking head. This that put the kiss to bed. This that I got, I got, I got, I got realness, I just kill shit, cuts it's in my DNA. I got millions, I got riches building in my DNA. I got dark, I got evil that rot inside my DNA. I got off, I got trouble, some heart inside my DNA. I just win again, then win again, like Wimbledon. Yeah, that's him again, the sound, the engine